0: topic today is titled, Running Strong and Finishing Strong. Running Strong and Finishing Strong. These days, I enjoy athletics a little bit. As I, I don't know why, but as I grow old, my, my favorite is soccer. But as I grow old now, I'm beginning to like athletics one more time. So, I watch a lot of athletics to enjoy, to keep myself going. One of the things sometimes you see is a long distance races. And if you look at the long distance races, races, number of things happen. About 20 people get on the starting line. Their goal is to go around maybe about 10 times, 5,000, whatever. And uh, when they start, some people start strong. But by the fifth round, you see they are, they are not running strong. So some even quit. Some stop, some abandon the whole thing. Others to run strong and finish strong. Today I pray God that you will run strong, you will continue strong, and you will finish strong. I say I pray God that in your life you will start strong, continue strong, and end strong. There's nothing more painful to start strong and be struggling and to end weak. Some of you are here today, you know, you know that you are not running strong. You used to run strong, but uh, from your own assessment, you are not running strong. Some of you started your marriage on a very high octane start, powerful. You carried the woman, turned around about everything. (laughs) But now, it's not the same. I spoke to uh, uh, somebody who was not blessed years ago, and the man had a certain name for the woman. So I told her, I mentioned that, that love name. I said, Pastor, he said, and he would be more. He <laughs> said, I'm going to you. <laughs> I said, God, have mercy on us. <laughs> so they started strong, but they are degassing, not running that strong. May God help all of us. Somebody say Amen. Not too long ago, I, 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 I chanced upon my 30-year-old sermon. 30-year-old, can you imagine? 30 years ago. And uh, I listened to it and I sent it to a friend of mine. And the guy almost told me that I have backslided. And I myself was wondering whether I, 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 am, I am still on fire or I have, I'm a bit backsliding Because the, 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 the density of the unction in that sermon was strong. So compared to now, I don't know whether I am, <laughs> I am running strong <laughs> or I am degassing. Whatever it is, may God help all of us. Because sometimes it's not easy to keep the momentum. Yeah, so uh, I mean, honestly, honestly, when I look at my life, I say, am I still on fire or something has gone off me? Like I was saying, may God help all of us. And things that you have to be real to yourself, honest to yourself, to assess yourself, whether you are still in the faith, whether you are still on fire, whether people are praising you, but you know that you are not there, something has gone bad. May God help all of us. Amen. As a pastor, I am not uh, outside of this. I need to constantly check myself, and uh, some of you, those of you who are married, we have to assess your marriage, whether it's still on fire. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? There's, there's, a, there's a story. I won't go there. I won't go there. But, but you have to always assess and see where you are and make amends. All right. So today, I want us to do a little study into the life of Apostle Paul and his son, Timothy. Apostle Paul and his son, Timothy. And we are going to dwell on Second Timothy chapter 1 and chapter 2. And in these two chapters, you see that Apostle Paul is doing a coaching session to his mentee or his trainee called Timothy. He wasn't talking to us, he was talking to Timothy. But we are going to eavesdrop. Eh? We're going to eavesdrop on a training session and learn from them. Somebody say amen. amen. Paul is coaching, he's your young guy and we're going to learn. Now, Paul here at the time is writing this letter. Was in prison. At the time he's writing this letter, he was almost at the end of his ministry. He has done everything, preached everywhere, seen revelations, done missions, and he's old and he's about dying. And then he's coaching young, energetic Timothy. Let me speak to all the young people here, those who are, who are not coming up. If you get some little anointing, eh, and three people can fall down in your meeting, don't think that you have arrived. Hello? If you can slay three people, and can prophesy one or two, one or two here and there, here and there, mention some name here, address here, don't think that now prof cried, look out, you know they come. You know they No. You have to still listen and learn. Because it is said that the person who is going to the war, and the one returning they are not the same. I'm saying it again: the person going to the war, you are now going to the war. But the person who has gone to the war and is coming home, you are not the same. You may not come back. So humble yourself and learn. It even took a backsliding Eli to coach next generation in that same i am saying it again. It took a backsliding blind Eli with all his troubles to use his experience with God to show someone the incoming prophet of God how to hear even the voice of God and how to even respond to the voice of God. So people chill. Just say chill. chill. Give God a clap, my friend. <laughs> so... <laughs> Amen. If you are struggling as a a couple, sometimes go to an adult couple and learn some wisdom to help you. Amen. All right, so let's let's do the eavesdropping. So Paul was talking to uh, his young guy, uh, Timothy. So I'm going to read a little bit extensively and uh, we'll, we'll get into it. It's almost like a Bible study. So chapter one, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, according to the promise of which, of life, which is in Christ. To Timothy, my dearly beloved son, verse 4, greatly desiring to see thee, be mindful of your tears that I may be filled with joy. When I call to remembrance the unfaimed faith that is in you, which dwelt first in your grandmother and your mother Eunice, I am persuaded, that in thee also. Verse 6. Wherefore I put you in remembrance that thou stay up the gift of God which is in you. Verse 7. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and sad mind. 8. Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of the Lord, nor of me his prisoner, but be partaker of the affliction of the gospel according to the power of God. 11. Whereunto I am appointed a preacher, an apostle, a teacher. Twelve, for which cause I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed. Verse 13, hold fast uh, the form of sound doctrine. Verse 14, the good thing which you have received of the Lord, uh, keep. Amen. All right, so let's get into it. So what we are trying to say now is this. You have to learn to run strong and finish strong. There are many things in this life that can impede your speed. No matter how zealous you are, how anointed you are, how passionate you are, there are many things along life's pathway that can impede your speed. There are many people who could have been bigger, better, greater than what they are today, but they couldn't because of the uh, uh, what do The things that impeded their speed. Some of us were running top speed. But now we are going go slow. Because many things have come into our lives to impede us. And some of us ground us to a halt. And to abandon the dream. If you are here today and you have abandoned your dream. The troubles of life have affected you, have slowed you down and brought you to a halt and your dream is a thing of the past. Today I pray God that there shall be a reviving grace that will lift you up and run again and finish strong. We must all finish strong. Our marriages must come back strong. Our anointings must come back strong. Our monies must come back strong. In Jesus' name, somebody say hallelujah. All right, so let's look at it. So I saw a few things in Timothy's life. By the way, Timothy wasn't a struggling pastor. He was doing well as a pastor. In fact, his church was very spiritual. If you look at uh, the Corinthian church, when Paul wrote to them, troublesome, plenty of troubles. Somebody has taken somebody's wife, plenty of troubles. That church was troublesome. It's like a church I know somewhere. Not this one. Plenty troubles. I mean, people are fighting. So many things. But the efficient church, no problem. Nothing was mentioned about a problem in the church. Rather, deep truths, revelations, the mystery of the new man, the four levels of warfare, I mean, deep things. Church was doing fine. But you see, sometimes you can be doing well in one area, and have a little struggle in another area, throw force. So, as a pastor, he was doing well. But he was having personal struggles that could later on affect his doing well in the ministry. So Paul says, hey, I'm the, guy, I'm the big coach. Let's, let's have a, f- a few talks about some things about your life so that you can be ready to keep running and to finish strong. Somebody say amen. amen. If at the end of the, of, the, of the book, Paul says, I, Paul, have run the race. I finished the course. Everything is well done. So I'm going to show you how in spite of all the troubles of life, I was able to endure and keep running, running strong, and I'm about to finish strong. If I have even finished my work, I've been doing extra time. My goodness. Why do you cry for Paul? Amen. So let's look. So uh, if you look at the various verses, I don't know what I can go through bit by bit, but let's see. It says that Timothy verse 4 says, I am mindful of your tears. Tears represent pain. And let me tell you, let me tell you, we are well-dressed. But sometimes behind or within our well-dressed attire, there are all kinds of pain in us. Through of us. Some of us are robust, macho, tough. But inside or within the macho, macho skin, there's all kinds of wounds and pain and, 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 and emotional weaknesses. We cover it up, like but we have issues. I so am mindful of your tears. Some of you are dealing with past painful memories, regrets, you know, all kinds of things that bring you pain. If you think of it, it, it destroys you. Some bad decisions you made years ago, which robbed you of your peace in marriage or your business or whatever. All kinds of pain. Paul says that, listen, I know you are anointed man of God, but but, but I I, I know you I understand your tears. This morning, this morning, let me encourage you. Some of you even cried before coming to church. Some of you woke up very early this morning, not to pray, but to worry. You didn't wake up to praise God, you woke up to think about your life. Some of you were crying, all through last time, this morning, we're crying. Because the pain is deep. The wound is deep. It goes deep inside you. Nobody understands you. You don't have any answers. So it, it's so too, too much for you. Listen, listen, listen. You are not alone. I'm saying you are not alone. Oh, even Timothy had tears. He had pain of his own. As I stand here, I have my own pain. I am nursing. Hello. Hello. I'm not a macho man, everything intact. No, I got issues. And I'm trusting God to move forward. So if you are going through any pain, don't write yourself out. The God of grace and mercy can accommodate your pain and help you out of your pain. Don't kill yourself. Don't blast yourself that you are crying. Cry a little bit. But after a while, wake up, close your eyes and do something. But, but at least you have the right to cry. Cry is permitted. Hello? Some someone feel like this, you cry too much. Yeah. Every time you are crying. This morning, may God give you grace. Yes. I say, may God give you grace. Yes. There may be tears, but God can help you go beyond your tears and to finish strong. Somebody this morning is about to receive grace. That will break through the barriers of pain. Oh, somebody is about to be delivered from the prison of their past. Ha, 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 ha. From the chains of your past that has held you captive. This morning, grace is coming to set you free. You are about to break out and do something awesome in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, you failed. Yes, you fell down. Yes, you struggled. But the God of all grace is here this morning to lift you up, break the chains, and shoot you forth. Somebody put your hands together and give God some glory. Hallelujah to Jesus. All right, so let's run through it. If you go to the the chapter 6, it says that, wherefore I put you in remembrance that stir up the gift of God. So I'm suspecting, I'm suspecting that what Paul meant was that Timothy, because of the troubles of life, even his own gift has been sidelined. His gift is now dormant. Hey, life can give you some punchy so Hello. Life can give you punches so that you can even abandon your calling, abandon your gifting, abandon your passion. This morning I came to encourage you as you listen to the coach that don't abandon your gifts, don't abandon your grace, don't abandon your unction. If you're a chorister, be strong. Hallelujah! Hallelujah don't easily abandon your calling because somebody insulted you. Somebody sidelined you. Somebody forced, no! I come back when I'm in, I'm going to talk to you about that. You have to be strong. If you are going to run strong and finish strong, you must be tough. You must be strong. Don't be easily shoved around by anything at all. One insult, one lie, one gossip. You have given a hole. What you? you can't run strong. You can't run strong. What gossip. One criticism, one lie, one insult. We say, I, 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 no, no. no. The, the, the rest is not for those people. If you want to run strong and finish strong, be tough, cookie. <laughs> insult me, I'm coming. I'm blast me, I'm coming. No matter what, you are still coming. That's how you can keep running. Otherwise, you, you're going to ground to a halt. Put your hands together and give God some glory. I came this morning. To say enough of the excuse. Toughen up. Some of you began marriage. You thought marriage was it's so easy. You think marriage is that the one they see in the movie. That's a movie. Oh. Somebody wrote a script, and they rehearse it, and they used to come camera to take the right part. This that's movie. That's his, the, the real one is a different ball game. Hello. The real one is a different animal. Hallelujah! You got to be ready to hunt the stock and to keep going. Hallelujah! Are, are you somebody with me this morning? Oh my goodness! Give God a cup of three. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! So let's, let's, let's run. Let's run. Let's run. Now, my seven says that. For God has not given us a spirit of fear. That means that Timothy was having some fears, you know. There's some fear somewhere, somewhere there. We all go through. We, we're people of faith. But sometimes there's some fear we we'll deal with. Hello. Three of us. Three of us. Yeah, we, 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 I mean, we believe in faith. We, we, we try to walk by faith, but sometimes you need faith to overcome the fear which is arising. Are, are you hearing me? Yeah, it's, it's life. Timothy had some fear. I won't go into that. Now it says that the spirit of law. that means there was some hatred somewhere. You see, if you're a pastor, like prophet, it's not easy to pastor people like this. Oh. Let, 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 let me make careful what I say. I must be a pastor. If you are not careful, can I, some, can I speak the truth? The church can make you hate The church. You, you are very good, so I, do, I do, some churches. <laughs> In some churches, the way they treat the pastor, the pastor's children hate the ministry. The way they treat the pastor's wife, the pastor's family hate the ministry. It is very easy to be offended by the people you love and you are serving. So please, you do have a precious... Couple here, love them, support them, make them feel good. <clears throat> Where I'm coming from, that's not too possible. But uh, as <laughs> so here, do your, the best because ministry is tough. Don't let them have the chance of hating ministry because of the treatment of the people of God to the servant of God. It's not right. So Timothy, I'm sure some people were troubling him. And he was getting a bit angry. He was getting a bit annoyed. He came to the point blasted a little bit. And, 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 and you, know, you, know, you know, lay hands and slap them. That type of thing, that type of thing, you know. But, but, but may God help us. So don't let hatred slow you down. Anytime you find hatred, come into your spirit, fight it. Don't let no man be your enemy in this world. No man, no man should be your your, your enemy or your like no 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 if you hate me I will love you hurt me I will love you hurt me I will I will I may struggle but I will I will let it go I will let it stay in me because the poison can destroy me and you'll be walking free. Give God a clap offering so Pastor Timothy. Don't allow hatred, unforgiveness, bitterness to fill your soul. No, 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 no. You will kill the Holy Ghost. You will kill the oil. You will dry the unction, You will dry the oil. So from this afternoon, determine never to allow hatred and evil to eat you up. Some of you began very lovingly. Now you are very, very mean. You Even your face has changed. You, are, you used to be a nice young lady now. Troubles of love made you, you look different. You look, you, 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 I mean you look, anybody's like, look at the attacker. You've not smiled for the last 13 months. Smiling is a burden to you because you are being eaten up by all the hatred and unforgiveness and grudges. Hey, this afternoon, I came to you as a pest control officer. You are carrying pests in your soul. I came to exterminate every pest in your soul. Free yourself. Free yourself. I said, free yourself. Free yourself. Free yourself. Forgive the husband. Forgive the wife. Forgive the in-law. Free your soul. Free your soul. Please free your soul. Free your soul. And be God's free man. And let's see how you're going to get strength to run the race. It's important. Some of you... Your, your, your old husband, you have put his picture on the wall. Some of you have put a uh, uh, spear. Yeah, do the, the picture. I remember a woman who was angry with her father so much, she left home. When her father died, she came back home and slapped the dead father. And she felt good. Is free your soul. If you didn't hear anything I talk for me today, free your soul. Paul was coaching Timothy. Timothy, listen, listen, Timothy, Timo, 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 Timo. Timo, Timmy, Timmy, don't let these things enter your soul. They will corrode your spirit You can't hear from God. You can't receive from God. You can't Tom, you can't in worship. If you worship them, you are standing like like a policeman. You judge everything. You bless everything. Look at the church. Look at the church. You are corroded. You are corroded. Go back, find time with God, and say, God, heal me. Free me, Lord. And you will begin to see a new flow of life coming to you. Your zeal will return. Your joy will return. Mercy will return. Grace will return. The heavens will open for you. It shall be another story. Listen. If you hear me, you are going to be the next success story. The world will hear your story. You say, "The day I forgive, the day I let go of the pain, I saw the power of God come to me." Somebody put your hands together and give God some glory. <laughs> Hallelujah to Jesus. All right, all right. Let's 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 start to count down now. Okay, I've got to leave some of them out, but I'm going to show you something very important in verse 12. I'll leave the rest. I want you to go home, read through and see what can be deduced. But look at verse 12. The source says that, for which cause, listen carefully, I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I'm not ashamed. Let's unpack this one. So we are talking about two people, the coach and the, tra- and the trainee. The trainee is going to some things, which is poor cause suffering. The things he's suffering is affecting him too much. And Paul is saying, Listen, my friend, friend, listen, what you are going to? I also. I went to the same thing. It's only you. Whatever you think you are going to in your marriage, I also. Little money, no money, excuses. You know what I know? Excuses. I'm tired. I'm not in the mood. I also. Or did I just say hello? I don't mean my wife, I'm taking my adult. I don't have cancer. This one, I know this one, so don't put I also there. This one, take my dad, this one. I don't say I'll be a day student. <laughs> Paul, he said, I also, Timothy, whatever thing you think you are going through, so that you have neglected your gift, that you are becoming slow, I also, I want to do the same thing nevertheless I didn't bow down you are about to give up I went through the same thing but nevertheless I, 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 I stood it's not what you go through it's the stuff you are made of some of you think that that's for you special demons have been assigned to you no 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 they don't have that, that much time for you it's the same demon we all deal with but sometimes you don't have what it takes to contend with the problems of life. Timothy was struggling, but Paul said, nevertheless, you are ashamed, I'm not ashamed. So there's a difference between the two of them. That's why they they need for the coaching. You have to learn to put some place inside your spirit. At this point, I came here as a doctor to inject you with with some chloroquine so that you also, hallelujah, so that you also, you also, from today, you also will stand and nothing will stop you from running. You will run strong, you will run faster, and you will finish strong. Somebody give God some praise this morning. Okay, so, so, so there are a few, things, a few things Paul mentioned as one of the, the ingredients that he has that helped him. But uh, before I get into those ingredients, let me, let me, let me, okay. All right, so I also, all right, let me get to the ingredients. So why, how could Paul stand? He says that, one, for I know whom I have believed. That was one of the keys. The reason why, I, see, I also suffered these things. You see, there were these things, there. so the things that Timothy was going through, Me to suffer, but I stand. Why? Because I know whom I've believed. We know God, but we must know God more. When we know God well, some struggles will cease. If Paul himself said, that I may know him. Pray daily, apart from your wisdom, pray that God will make you know him. I want to know God more. When I know God well, some things will 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 be taken feed. Number two, he says, I am persuaded that the God I serve is able to keep that which I have committed unto him. God is able to handle every situation in our lives. Hallelujah. All right, so let's run. Let's, let me give you a, a practical example. Okay. A practical example, then I, I, I will begin to learn. So, look at verse 15. Look at what is there. Verse 15, Paul was talking to Timothy. He said, Timothy, you know, thou knowest. Somebody said, thou knowest. This thou knowest. Okay. That all they which are in Asia, turn away from me. Including Reverend Phygelus and Apostle. What he saying is that, listen, Timothy, you, 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 you think I have a, too much problem. You know this. You know the story from my, my own story. When I was in Asia, I encountered serious rejection. All Asia shall be turned away from me. Take your gospel away. Take your anointing away. Not only the people, but Reverend Fagellus and uh, Apostle serious people rejected me but I still stood Timothy you know my story right I went through a lot I was rejected I was belittled I was shamed I was bypassed I was thrown down I was whatever but but I still stood that should be your story somebody that should be your story you see this wasn't an excuse though it was a testimony some of it is an excuse that you see, Pastor, you know, everyone turned against me. But for Paul, it was a testimony. That I went through the rejection. I was rejected. Not only one, all Asia. And there were key people in a team who, also, who were supposed to be with me. They also rejected me. But even that, <laughs> even that, this morning, somebody. Toughen up. So I'm going to run that race. Nothing will stop me. Some of you guys say, when you hear that somebody is gossiping about you, Then you are crying all day. Ah, there are more you haven't heard. Though. Is this just one small part of your head? Or there are more, more, more you haven't heard. If you hear all the things, your head will crack. And by the way, we are we, we, we all commentators, so we are we are we, we, all, we let me say we are gossipers, so let me We are comment, we are talking about other people, isn't it? Yeah. you, don't you talk about him, Jordan? Are you kudos? He holds the ball too much, kudos, but spots the ball, kudos, do too much to catch it. You know, kudos, Muhammad Kudus. dude, don't, don't you talk about him. Has he complained to you? Is he crying? Stop playing blasters, clap for yourself. So let's toughen up and run the race. Paul did it. If you hadn't done this, eh, his ministry would have ended well. Certain people would have stopped his ministry and his calling. He would think you have a, you have a, a good reason, but you would have messed up, messed up on God, God's plan. But because he handled them strongly, was able to finish that extra time. You will finish. You will finish. I said you will finish. Today grace is coming. You are rising up from your excuses, from your pain, from your tears, from your fear and you are going to accomplish the purpose of God. Hallelujah. Let me try to end. I'll close in a moment. He took time in chapter 2. Look at chapter 2. I've got to write through in the next three or four minutes. Mm-hmm. Chapter 2, he says that, uh, chapter 2, verse 1 says that, uh, same place. That therefore, you see, he's going to give him, that that there means that it's connected. If you are going to be able to stand and find the race, run strong. Timothy, listen to me. Listen to me. I'm coaching you. Don't be too particular about your troubles. You have to be strong in the grace. Amen. If you are going to stand, you see, they say that shea butter and clay, they all receive sunshine. One melt, one becomes hardened. It's the chemical makeup. Are you hearing me? What are you made of? Build your spirit, build yourself. Ask for the prosperity to come home, but become spiritually prosperous. Spend time and in, uh, invest into your spiritual self. And become strong. Say Timothy, be strong in the grace. Be strong in the Lord. Paul says that um, let us come boldly to the throne of grace to find mercy to help in time of need. Number two. Have the endurance of a soldier. Go to number, number, number four. So uh, I'm running through. Number three. Okay. Number three, right? Yes. Number three. God, therefore, endure what? Apart from being, I'm, here, I'm going to last week's more. The first part is a tender love, grace, hallelujah. But the second time is hardness. You must learn how to endure tough, hardness, tough. You must be tough. Say, be tough. Some of you are too wobbly. Be tough. Be a soldier, a good one, who can handle pain. Who can take punishment and not easily give up? Pray to God to give you toughness in your spirits. If you're about to leave your marriage because your husband went to see another lady, please don't just run away. Stand your ground, be tough, and get your husband back. Don't say my no, my man. What do you want The husband, it's your husband. You have the wedding ring, right? You have the wedding ring and, and the wedding certificate. I don't know why they give a certificate to the woman. So, the men who, who lose it, the, men, the certificate is there, the ring is there. No, be tough, huh? Get the man back. I want to give a, that's a small advice. If you're also a young lady and you see a man is interested in you and he can't talk. Let him talk. Find a way of letting him talk. Those are everybody uh, No, no. Get him. Amen. Find a way of getting him. I mean, you, you are, I, don't, I don't. know what I'm saying. It's like, maybe this like, American thought. But these days, you have to, you know, find a way of getting a man to, to talk and get him. Ojo anu manya mi harbiyafa. <laughs> All right, let, let's, let's begin to end. So, number four is an athlete. You have to be disciplined like an athlete. Number five is a farmer. It's talking about seeds and weeds. And things to put into your spirit are very important. Just certain things might be taken out of your spirit, others must be put in there by the word of God. You know what I mean? Birth is not easy, right? When people, kids are born into this world, they cry. Even they're coming out, it's a struggle. So be tough. Amen.
1: Run strong
0: and finish strong. Amen.
1: That's wonderful. We've learned a lot from Paul. Advice he gave to Timothy. And I believe that God has spoken. Sometimes such a preaching. If you come to church. Every word that is spoken is meant for somebody. Some are not for you. So those ones, they look like a person is just talking. But wait, sometimes there's one area that opens your eyes to certain things. That touches your spirit. That makes you feel something. Anytime somebody's preaching and you have that Write those things down because God has a personal message for you. It is that word that you can use. You may even need it in future to do warfare. So I'm giving you this good advice. Hallelujah. So it's not only the laughter, things that make you happy, but there are certain things that touched as if this as if Pastor also knows my what I'm going through. He's just saying, write it down. God is the one speaking to you. And if I ask everybody what you touch you, I will hear different stories, different things. Some of them is not what he said. He said it, but it meant certain things. It opened the eyes in a certain area. God is using those words to speak to us. Let's go home and be praying over it. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen.